We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is August 22nd, 2021. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what's going on, man? I'm I'm still riding high off of uh, getting to speak with George Carl the other day, Jonathan. To be completely honest with you, uh, called you a softy, Luke. He did call me a softy, but it's George Carl, so I'll he he can call me whatever. I don't, it doesn't matter to me at this point. Yeah, um, that was incredible. It was just like people that you know don't really listen to the podcast all that much. Like in my personal life, have been texting me and commenting and saying like, "Oh my god, you guys got George Carl. That's yeah. amazing!" Like George Carl is the sixth winningest coach in NBA history. Yeah. He coached against Michael freaking Jordan in the 1996 NBA Finals. Yep. And he was on our podcast, Luke. Yeah. That's and he, just like... I mean, he's... It was incredible, <laughs> man. It was it really insane. Was. So if you, if you guys haven't checked that out, we released that episode a couple days ago. Um, you know, we talked to George Carl about, you know, his new passion in, in podcasting with, um, you know, the Truth Plus Media, you know, podcast network that he has. Uh, you know, we talked some Orlando Magic basketball. Obviously, we talked about his career, you know, kind of what he's up to these days. So um, if you guys, you know, go and check that out, I think you guys will really get a kick out of that. Um, Luke, I think we got our answer because we thought that in 2015 that he was kind of, you know, using us to get to Sacramento. And he basically said that, like, really without coming out and saying it. He's like, oh, you know, well, when the Orlando job opened, Sacramento got really aggressive. Yeah, I wonder why, because you're sitting here tweeting out how interested you are in the job and how much you'd like to coach them i think so, it just further it further confirms how much i would use twitter to my advantage if i was a coach a player whether it was just to tweet out like cryptic emojis or right. whatever it might be around free agency time and any time right like i'd be i'd be all over twitter and i i mean whatever coach carl he used it what what is your favorite like NBA Twitter moment of all time? If you if you could like put your finger on it. For me, it's the whole DeAndre Jordan oh. Dallas Mavericks Clippers fiasco. Like that was one of the best times in the that, history of Twitter to be on the app in real time. It, it has to be. I mean, other than that, it's 
it's just the they the, kidnapped that man in his own home. Yeah, and, and didn't uh, let him out to the, sign with the Mavericks. <laughs> the uh, the other ones, I mean, there's just been there's so many good NBA moments as far as Twitter goes, man. Anytime, I mean, finding out Kevin Durant was using a burner, that that is as far as NBA Twitter moments, that's gotta be yeah. my favorite. Yeah, that I mean, the moments when like you just know that everyone is on the app and everyone is seeing things unfolding in real time. Like, I know obviously the NFL is the most popular sport here in the U.S., but I just love that the NBA has that and no other sport does. The way that just everybody collectively reacts to you know events happening in real time. But uh, anyways, uh, we just wanted to say thank you guys uh, for those of you you know that listen each week. You might have you know heard that we launched. Uh, a new NBA and variety show on Thursdays that we're calling Shoot the Shot. Again, we're just talking high-level NBA stuff all across the league, stories, rumors, uh, but we're also talking about whatever else we want. Like this week, we talked about you know what video games you know we're we're playing at this moment. So we're going to continue to do that. But we just got so much support you know on that first episode. Um, really, really appreciate you guys you know tuning into that. And you know if you liked it, tell your friends. If they're even if they're not Magic fans, they can come in and listen. Um, so just wanted to say thank you so much for that. So without further ado, some of you might be listening to this uh, to find out who won the Cole Anthony jersey. Um, and I decided I'm keeping it for myself. No, I'm okay. totally kidding. Yeah, yeah No, Luke's good, <laughs> Luke's okay. good with that. Yeah. Uh, no, I got that comment quite a few times. Like, bro, if I was you, I'd be keeping it. Like, you're a better man than me. <laughs> or somebody tweeted like, um, oh, you're trying to get rid of all of your you know, Cole Anthony stuff because he had a couple bad summer league games. I'm like, you know how bad I just want to keep this jersey for myself and not give it away. But um, so, yeah, I think uh, we're up to 1,294 subscribers now. Everybody that entered, whether you were subscribed previously or not, uh, I think we got like close to three or 400 subscribers from this. So that's amazing. Thank you guys again so much for your support. Um, but, yeah, like I said, without further ado, the winner of the Cole Anthony signed jersey uh, is from the YouTube channel, <gasps> the Gubstown Clink. I don't know if I said that correctly, um, but if you are the Gubstown Clink, uh, please comment on this video so that we can get, um, or you know, hit us up on you know Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, email us wherever. Um, you know, get in contact with us so we can get your information and uh, and get that jersey um, sent out as soon as possible. So congratulations! Uh, sorry to everybody that didn't win. I didn't, but you win, know we're gonna. So. Con- you know, yeah, we feel I don't your care pain. about that, but uh, <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, no, but seriously, um, thank you guys so much. We'll continue to do giveaways in the future, so keep your eyes uh, out on the lookout for that. So uh, this week, guys, the schedule came out Friday. We're recording this Saturday, so it came out yesterday, basically. Uh, we're going to break down the schedule. We've got a couple of things that we wanted to cover really quickly. So, Luke, um, this week on the T-Ross podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Potsy and, uh, and T-Ross were talking about how the Magic have a new player development coach, and this wasn't reported anywhere else. So the news was was broke on the T. Ross podcast uh, that Courtney Lee, uh, who was a, a rookie in the 2008-2009 season, was a big part of that run of the Magic going to the finals. Everyone knows, you know, he missed the you know the the layup there in, in game one, which was goaltended. By the way, you're not allowed to touch the net or the rim, you know, during a shot attempt. Pal Gasol committed a goal, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, a goaltending there, and uh, yeah, the Magic should have won that game. Um, but anyways, Luke, Courtney Lee, player development coach, uh, now for the Orlando Magic. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great hire. I mean, you talk about veteran presence in the locker room that, you know, is needed. 
I mean, this is a guy who wearing the very jerseys that, you know, they'd be, you know, the, our guys are wearing is able to, you know, speak into those guys' lives about, you know, here's, you know, how it went with an 09 and, and, and here's what it'll take. And, um, and, and so I think it'll be a huge addition for the team as a whole for chemistry um, and, and bringing him in from the outside like that. T. Ross made a funny point. He was like, it's just been so weird. A, a guy that I just played against, I think two seasons ago now, is leading me in like shooting drills and like helping me get better. It's just really weird. You know, a guy that you play across from for so many years is now back and, uh, and he's now, you know, helping coach. So I think it's a great hire. I think that, um, you know, we're seeing more and more of guys get involved directly after their time in the NBA. Um, you know, Tim Duncan being one of those guys who has really um, been in the forefront of the Spurs staff here since he retired. So um, really really cool i'm all for those guys you know getting plugged in directly you know right after their time in the nba i think that that's they've got time to you know things to offer george carl talked about this um when it came to jamal mosley that jamal mosley came so quick um onto the staff like after you know playing um internationally that he was able to get out on the court with the guys and play so i think it's a huge thing as well for for a guy like courtney to come in and use not only his knowledge but you know be able to practice with the guys which is what jamal mosley really enjoys is getting out on the court still even you know to this day so um i think it'll be a really good addition for the team I don't know if Courtney Lee coming back to the team says more about the Orlando Magic organization. You know, we're talking about a kid, 23 years old, spent one season, was traded to the Nets, you know, that following offseason in the trade for uh, Vince Carter. Um, You know, so, you know, he has a, you know, pretty long NBA career. And now he's come back to the first team that he was ever with. Or does it say more about Jamal Mosley? Because the last couple of seasons, uh, Courtney Lee was in Dallas Dallas, with Jamal Mosley and is now on the staff. So obviously, you know, things have kind of come full circle for Courtney Lee. It's got to be cool for him to be back in the building. Um, Well, really, he never played in the Amway Center, uh, but back within the organization. uh, And, you know, he's he's with Jamal Mosley again. So, um, you know, I think that just speaks to the magic and to Jamal Mosley. I think it's really great. Um, Like you said, I love the hire a guy who really just finished up his, his, you know, career can the magic almost like got another veteran, like circumventing the salary cap by yeah. getting him onto the roster at uh, the staff, I should say as a player development coach. So, you know, we're all like, Oh man, we've got all these young guys. What are we going to do? You know, we've got Terrence Ross and, and Gary Harris and we've got Robin Lopez. And now like Courtney Lee is just one of the, you know, my opinion, even if we sign him to the roster, which probably wouldn't have been a great move, but, we just would have been like, oh, we just got another veteran guy, and now you have that on the coaching staff. So I really, really think that's dope. And then um, just something cool we wanted to talk about really quickly, um, Luke. Did you watch the uh, like the T Ross cribs video uh, that that the T Ross podcast or uh, he put on his uh, YouTube channel? No, yeah, I actually just pulled had pulled it up. But yeah, it's uh, it's just on like I guess it's personal, just Terrence Ross. Um, yeah, but no, but I will say I haven't gotten around to watching it. I actually had plans to watch it with lauren lauren it probably appreciates that stuff way more than i do and when in terms of homes and stuff like that so i was probably just going to show it to her and watch it with her for the first well, time you but, know mtv cribs before your time that's like, true I, I totally get that yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh but <laughs> i will say i would love for every nba player to give us a house tour and just post it on their youtube take them i mean what the video with t ross's was like five minutes and obviously yeah. it was edited and there was more footage than that but couldn't have been too much more 
I mean, just get these NBA guys out there on YouTube. Most of them feel like already are. JaVale McGee, guys like that um, are really kind of taking advantage of all social media platforms at this point. But I would uh, I would love to see all the house tours. Give me all of them. Yeah, I think it's really dope. Uh, he just built a new house. Um, he mentions in the video that his wife, you know, really had a pretty heavy hand in, you know, designing everything he's got. Um, you know, obviously it's a gigantic, beautiful home. He's got his own, you know, basketball court in the backyard. He's got his own like little nature walk path that he takes back to the lake and they have their own dock there. Um, the closet, just absolutely stupid. Like that was one of the things that really stood out to me is just like, <laughs> you know, you don't really realize how broke you are <laughs> until you see like an NBA player's closet and you're like, my goodness, the size just of the amount your of room. shoes. It's literally the the size of the room that I'm currently living in while we wait for our our new home to be finished. But yeah, like the closet, just absolutely ridiculous. Two garages completely separate, like one that his wife parks in, one that he parks in. Just uh, yeah, really nice. Are they both attached, or is one attached and one detached? That I I couldn't really tell that from the video. Um, but just sick house. Like he has like a sick like home entertainment area where he's got like the ping pong table and like the little looks like a home theater setup and you know he's got the bar back there then nice big like patio with like the grill area and he's got the pool and everything just you know nice to have nba type of money like Absolutely. cole anthony says it, it's hot it's hard to hide money ain't it's, hard, it? it's hard to hide you know money ain't it mm-hmm. so yeah no just uh just super dope so um yeah let's go ahead and we'll talk about the schedule here luke we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so the NBA released 
uh, the NBA schedule um, for all 30 teams Friday at 3 o'clock. Um, first thing, obviously, that everybody's going to notice is the first game of the season. So the Magic, you know, I think it's the last four or like five out of the last six seasons, something like that, have started um, the season at home. And I tweeted a, a few days ago that it felt like we were due just because of that fact to open on the road, and we are. The first game of the season is going to be October 20th at the San Antonio Spurs. That game will start at 8.30 Eastern time, and then the Magic will have one day off to travel back home. And then that Friday, October 22nd, Luke, um, they're playing the Knicks at home at 7 o'clock Eastern. So Evan Fournier and welcome Wayne back. Bacon, welcome back uh, to Amway. Um, it's going to be – It's I'm, I'm excited for the Knicks – Obviously, you know, the Magic aren't expected to be very good this season. So I'm trying to find other teams around the league that I can just kind of keep my eye on and see how they're doing. Going to be rooting for the Knicks because of Evan and, you know, the Bulls because of Vooch. Um, so, yeah, be paying attention to that. You're going to be rooting you know, for the Nuggets because of AG? No. No, I didn't <laughs> say that. No, I, I specifically mentioned the the Knicks and the Bulls uh, mm, for those okay. two guys. Yeah, yeah, just making uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um I think we haven't really talked about this too much amongst ourselves but we'll probably be doing something um maybe the first game and then um you know like the away game, you know, You're talking watch party or something. Watch party or something like that and then yeah. you know we'll do like a pre-game thing probably you know at Harry Buffalo uh, right. you know, for the next game and then, you know, walk over there and everything like that. So we're going to get into some of the intricacies of the schedule and kind of how things broke for the magic and, and kind of what we think of that. So um, the magic, just to get this out in the open now, are expected to have either the toughest or the second toughest strength of schedule in the entire league, um, perhaps behind Oklahoma City. It depends on where you look. Some sites have us as number one. Some sites have us number two. Uh, but basically the magic 18 of the first 28 games are going to be on the road this season. The magic will have 15 back to backs. This one I thought was pretty interesting. So a couple seasons ago, the 18, 19 season, a lot of you will, will remember um, heading into that Valentine's game against uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I think we had lost something like 13 in a row, something crazy like that to the Charlotte Hornets. It was uh, Steve cliffs. I think, first time coaching back in Charlotte after being hired by the Magic mm. and that was when the Magic had just really started to put together that 22 and 9 run after being down like 10 or 11 games under 500 go 22 and 9 finish the season 42 and 40 that game there were points in that game we were up by 30 I think even 40 on the Charlotte Hornets Carmen and I my wife we were out to dinner for Valentine's Day that night yeah. and I had my phone on the table watching the game um my wife was totally into the game, just so you all know. Don't think I'm some kind of you know jerk that I'm ignoring my wife during Valentine's dinner. Like She wanted to watch the game. Let's just get that out in the open first. But um, I have affectionately referred to that game as the Valentine's Day Massacre. Mm. This year, we might have a new Valentine's Day Massacre, but not in our favor. <laughs> so Valentine's Day, February 14th, we play at Denver. Okay, mm. uh, Josh Robbins, I think, pointed out it's the first time in like three years that our away game at Denver is not the second night of a back-to-back. However, this year, it is our third game in four, four nights, which I think is a little bit worse. worse. It's the end of a week-long West Coast road trip, okay? And it is the second-to-last game before the All-Star break. So the Magic play February 14th in Denver. We come home, we're off for one day. 
Then we play Atlanta at home, and then it's the All-Star break. Love that. Glad they could do that for us. A little bit later, we'll talk about December and how the month of December looks for the Magic. But, like, Spoiler, the really could good. be well out of playoff contention by the All-Star break. Yeah. I think a lot of people are expecting how, how How soon, by looking at the schedule, do you think it's December or do you think it's earlier that we've got the Twitter tankers in full force? And I'm we're already, already trying to burn each other to the ground. I'm already in jest using the hashtag win zero for Blanchero. Mm-hmm. Paolo Blanchero or Blanchero, you know, I have to change the pronunciation of the name to make it zero, rhyme with Blanchero, zero, obviously. I gotcha, yeah. But um, he's going to be playing at Duke this year. If you guys have not watched any, I cannot believe we're already talking about freaking draft <laughs> prospects. The draft was a month ago, and here we are again. But if you seriously, draft aside, whatever, if you have not watched highlights on Paolo Blanchero, Blanchero, I apologize for mispronouncing your name. Go and do that because the kid looks like he has like Jalen Green's skill set and Jonathan Kaminga's body. It's it's really honestly pretty crazy. So he's already you know mocked to be number one in next year's draft. So no, I think I think like heading into the new year, we're like, all right, this this season's over because obviously we're expected to, to not be very good. I think we'll have some hope, you know, through the last couple of weeks of November. And into you know um, you know uh, excuse me October and then the month of November we'll be talking ourselves into things especially if Jonathan Isaac and Markell are back and they're looking really good, but December is just such a freaking gauntlet like it's honestly ridiculous. Uh, I think we said there were what was it fifteen or what is it fifteen or eighteen games in the month of December? I, I lost count here. Fifteen, I think. But yeah, fifteen games and. There are three games where we're playing against teams who will probably not be playoff teams. So yeah. it's it's really really a gauntlet. We'll get to that really um in just a you, moment here. Yeah, you know what? Where I'm at, Jonathan. The point that I'm at about this schedule is growing up. My dad still says this to me. He says to me all the time, if I've got you know long hours at work or you know whatever it might be, he says, ah, oh, it's all right. You're young. I think that the NBA looked at this roster with the Magic and said, tied for, if not the youngest team in the league, it's okay. They're young. Give them all the back-to-backs. Give them the toughest schedule. They don't want to be that good anyway this year, right? Let's just pile it on and uh, RIP the Orlando Magic. That's what it feels like. It, it might feel like this, you know, this season might be rigged for the Magic to tank again. You know, yeah. We had a lot of luck with Jalen Suggs falling to us at five Mm -hmm. but everyone knows that you know this by all accounts was like a three-player draft with Kate at the top and then Jalen Green Evan Mobley now you know the more that we see about Jalen Suggs I kind of want to push him into that conversation be like yo you're forgetting our boy here you know now that we've got that you know Orlando Magic biased and you know he looks so great in summer league well we're we're mocked another Jalen next year by the way in some places so who is this fella? I J- don't know many draft prospects. So it's a he's a center. Early. He's a center. He's six foot ten. His name's Jalen Duran. Uh he reclassified recently um and is going to play at Memphis. So Okay. Penny could be gifting us a, a big man next year this time around. We will we shall Jalen. So we're just gonna it's get a full too, starting lineup of Jalen's or at least J names, Jonathan people Isaac. People are gonna Jaylen be Suggs. so annoyed listening to this podcast. Like the anti tankers are gonna be so annoyed. We're we're not talking about tanking yet, folks. But we're we are one of you guys. Don't realistic. worry. We're anti tankers as well. I'm right. just I like to be prepared. You know? As as Luke likes to remind Kevin and I in group chat all the time, 
he is being in all caps realistic with a yes. space in between each letter. Space between so, each letter, realistic. Yeah, I'm not for, pessimistic. For I'm realistic. Extra emphasis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One more thing, and, and again, a lot of this we are we've gotten from Josh Robbins' commentary on the schedule. So if this Thanks, sounds Josh. familiar, it, because you think you've seen it before, because you have from Josh Robbins, because he's amazing. And um, if you guys aren't following him on Twitter, follow him on Twitter because you already would have known all this stuff that we're saying now. Uh, but the Magic play um, the defending champ Milwaukee Bucks four times this season. Um, but each time it's kind of like a mini, like an MLB series. So the first two times we play them will be in Milwaukee, November 20th and 22nd consecutive games. And then the 28th and 30th, which will be consecutive games for the Magic. So if you follow the MLB or unless you live under a rock, you know how MLB series works where they play the same teams, you know, three or four times, you know, in a row, mainly because of travel, because they play so many games. But I think that's cool. And that is something that I wish the NBA had because it just adds like a little extra element Mm -hmm. to, you know, playing a team over and over again in the NBA. Maybe you can figure them out. It's kind of like a mini playoff series, you know, in the middle of the year. I don't think they will do that for obvious reasons, but um, I do think that would be pretty cool. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll get more into depth on this schedule and, and kind of more of the intricacies here. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code 6th. That's code S-I-X-T-H, manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. And ready for an out-of-world experience, fellas? Look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Provider Retoner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code 6th at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code 6th, S-I-X-T-H, at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. All right, Luke. So we've talked about kind of how the season is going to start. Um, you know, some of the quirks to the schedule. I want to talk, you know, more about like towards the end of the season. So we know that we start the season October twentieth at the Spurs at eight thirty. Um, but towards the end of the schedule, the Magic play eleven out of their last fifteen games at home. So we start the season eighteen of twenty on the road. We're going to finish the season eleven out of fifteen at home. Those road games should be sort of manageable. We play Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Washington, Charlotte. Those are going to be the last four road games in the last 15 there. Um, and then Sunday, April 10th, is going to be the last game of the season at home versus Miami, which traditionally for the Magic, that last home game is usually fan appreciation night. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I um I mean I'm I mean I'm I guess I wish it was more evenly distributed. You know, that the first whatever eighteen of twenty eight games weren't on the road and then at the end of the year the last eleven of fifteen are at home. It's like and I'm sure the Magic don't like that either, especially from like a ticket standpoint. It's like you're getting all these home games, you know, in a row here, but your team record is probably not gonna be great. I bet Orlando's probably thinking NBA is not doing us any favors tickets wise because if you would have at least started us at home we would have young exciting players start us more games at home than the freaking amount of road games they've got I mean they've got to be uh, a little irritated by by that well that's a great point because I think the way that the league um, you know put together the magic schedule particularly it does seem intentional uh, to the point that um, you know, we have the most games in the league this season, 18, where we're coming off of two days rest. Last year, you know, people talk about the truncated season and they talk about all the injuries that the Magic had, but the Magic had the least amount of rest in the season last year, mm. um, just in terms of days off before games. So when you talk about that, you know, they start the season when excitement is going to be really at an all-time high for the season, and it's 18 of the first 28 games are on the road. So that's potential where the Magic could be, you know, getting some box office money. And then, then the end of the year, like you said, where they're probably going to be out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Then we have this huge stretch, 11 of 15 at home. So th- they were like, okay, well, we kind of screwed them over with rest last season. So we're going to help them a little bit this season. But we're not going to do them any favors by starting off the season on the road, ending the season at home. Yeah. But Luke... The, the month, looking at the schedule, the month that I really want to break down and talk about yeah. is December. Like, December mm. is honestly just a bear of a schedule. So, when we talk about December, and I'm going to go through the entire month here because it's it's honestly a gauntlet. So, the first day of December, uh, Wednesday the 1st, we're at home for Denver. Then we're on the road at Houston. Oh, just want to stop you the, real one quick, One of the Jonathan. manageable games of the, one, of the month. want to stop you here. Before de- before December, um, you've got uh, November 29th. Uh, you're playing at Philadelphia, by the way. So, and then before that, you've got a little baseball, you know, format with Milwaukee. So, cheers, I guess. By the way, okay, continue. Yeah, I mean, well, we can just talk about that. Like the whole, really, November and December. Like, if we want to run through November really quickly, <laughs> it's at Minnesota. This whole schedule sucks, is what we're saying. Guys. The whole thing, the whole thing sucks. <laughs> My away. mic just clipped so bad. I know it did. <laughs> at Minnesota, home for Boston, San Antonio, Utah, Brooklyn, Washington, at Atlanta, at New York, at Brooklyn, at Milwaukee, at Milwaukee, versus Charlotte, versus mm-hmm. Chicago, at Cleveland, mm-hmm. at Philadelphia. Cheers. We might go through November and December and have like a total of six wins <laughs> between those two months. Because let's yeah. all right, let's get into December. So obviously, you know, you finish out November 29th at Philadelphia, and then you start December versus Denver at home at Houston, then at Golden State at Sacramento at L.A. Clippers at L.A. Lakers, home for Atlanta, home for Miami, at Brooklyn at Toronto at Atlanta. Home for New Orleans, at Miami, home for Milwaukee, home for Milwaukee. Oh, and then you start January at Boston, at Chicago, home for Philadelphia. That's really good. I'm glad that they're doing all this. I just need for to us. look up the odds for the Magic going <laughs> like over in November, December, and to start the new year. <laughs> I want to see the odds on that. 
because like statistically speaking, we're gonna pick up a game there. Yeah. But if we're like plus eight hundred to not win a single game in those months, like I'm putting a hundred bucks on that. You're you're gonna it's just gonna just it's because going that, to, that would be great odds. It's going the schedule to, is super rough. It's going to come down to what team is doing a little bit of load management action. You're you're just gonna have to hope for that, and you might have to hope for it all year. This is all of a sudden a really negative episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Oh, that's oh boy, that's so bad, man. The the good news is though, like after the All Star break, it it the schedule really does let up. Obviously, because at that point, you know, we've played Brooklyn multiple times, we've played you know Milwaukee multiple times, like. The schedule has no choice mm-hmm. but to get easier for us at that point. But yeah, um, I mean, uh, let, let's. I, I did want to. I did want to step back here. Yeah, you go ahead. No, I, I was just going to ask you. I wanted to ask um, the return of Vooch, obviously, uh, November twenty sixth. Are you yeah. you trying to go to that game then? You know, okay. Are you now trying to go? me on the spot? You, Are, you're putting I'm me just, on the spot. I'm just I wondering. Gonna, I, listen, you, know. you don't have to tell me yeah. anything besides the fact of, are you trying to go, Jonathan? That's well, all now I want to know. Now that we've made this weird, now I have to get into the whole thing. Yeah. And I don't appreciate you putting me on the spot. Oh, like I, my apologies. So, yes, I'm tr- yes, I'm trying to go to that Chicago game. Mm-hmm. I've never in my entire life um, had floor seats to any game. Yeah. Um, November 26th, Chicago, the Bulls will be in Orlando. That's going to be Vooch's first game back in Orlando. I've never been um I, I've never been to a, a game where I have floor seats. So I am going to try to be at that game and I'm trying to get floor seats for that game mm. just because I've walked down on the floor once during yeah. a game back in the what was that, fifteen, sixteen season when the Warriors went seventy three and nine. Yeah. The the one game where the Warriors were in Orlando, that's the game that I went to to sign um for my season tickets for the following season. Mm. So my ticket rep at the time was nice enough to bring us down to the floor level oh, nice. during the game. Yeah. And I've just never experienced anything like that in my life. Like, you know how big these guys are, but watching Aaron Gordon try to post up Draymond Green, I, I felt like I was watching like the clash of the Titans, <laughs> like just yeah. seeing how big these guys were and how just, you know, physical and, and strong they are. Like, you know, as a kid, you're like, you know what? It, maybe if I was good enough, like I, I could be in the NBA. Maybe if I was like three inches taller, I could be in the NBA. And then that was the night that I realized <laughs> if I went on that floor and caught an elbow to the head, I would be dead. It's over. That would it would that would be the end of me. It would be the end of the six man show. Mm-hmm. You know, my my wife, you know, would would be a widower. <laughs> my 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 kid or she would be a widow. A I widow think is the correct yeah. term for that. Yeah, 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 you know, you my go. kids would be fatherless. Like it would really be a bad time for the Osborne household. Mm. And that was the day that I realized that there's no chance in my entire life that I was ever going to be an NBA player. Yeah, stick to pick all up. those times on the blacktop in the summer. You know, play, playing through scenarios in my head, hitting the goal. You know, the the game winning shot for the Orlando Magic game seven of the NBA Finals. All of that was just like Spider Man in you know. <laughs> Like um in Infinity War, it, right. just Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good, and then just <laughs> turning into dust. Yeah, and that's all like that was. dissipating. That mm. was my NBA dreams. And that so moment. you want to like, you want to never feel happening. your NBA dreams get crushed again, but in a better no, light no, no, because no. you're gonna be watching. No, now Gucci I have Mitch the realization. Play. Oh, okay. Now gotcha. I have the realization. Those dreams are already dead. Mm. But yes, I am gonna try to be at that Chicago game. I would love if I'm able to get you know floor seats. I've been saving up for it basically since he was traded. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I'm excited for that. So I am going to plan on being at, at that game. But before that, obviously, you know, I'll be at the home opener. I think this is going to be our, our, my wife and I's ninth home opener in a row, basically, you know, since we got together, um, like we've been at every, every home opener. So really looking forward to that. But I want to step, I want to step back a little bit because mm-hmm. we've been so negative on this podcast um, about <laughs> the schedule. And this is, this is what I'll say because we are on the pick aside podcast. You guys haven't checked that out. Go to their YouTube, go to their Twitter, check out that episode. That was a lot of fun to hang out with those guys. And, you know, we were talking, you know, with those guys, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but kind of like how everything could fall for the magic for them to maybe be in play in contention. And like, for me, it's if Jonathan Isaac comes back for training camp and he's hundred percent healthy, which we can talk about this also, which I'm getting a little bit concerned about is people. And I think it's really baseless because I haven't seen any reports or any information about this. People are all of a sudden getting concerned that Jonathan is just not going to be ready for the start of the season. And that would be like 14 or 15 months at that point, post ACL injury. Usually yeah. it's like a nine to 12 month recovery. Yeah, I understand he was coming off nine. Of, yeah, exactly. And people are like, Oh, well, Markel might come back at the start of the season and Jonathan might not. I'm just, that is concerning if that is the case for me. But I think it's baseless because I don't know where people are getting this. I, I, I really, really don't understand. Like by all accounts, the rehab is going great. There haven't been any setbacks unless the magic are just being insanely conservative with him, which would make sense because, mm-hmm. you know, they've been very conservative with guys in the past, especially, you know, he came back off of a, right. you know, pretty serious knee injury in like two, three weeks later towards ACL. So that might be the case. But if Jai comes back for training camp, he's healthy, ready to go, especially if the offensive game is like on point the way that it was in the bubble. If Markel Fultz comes back and, you know, he is ready to go and, you know, looks pretty close to 100%. And then, you know, it really just depends on on Jalen Suggs, how he's going to look his rookie year, and then how guys like, you know, Cole and, and Chuma and RJ and Wendell and Mo Like, if Mo comes back and is legitimately competing for the starting center spot, like, that's really good for the Magic because when Wendell was healthy last year, he was like a, a serviceable starting center in the league. So if Mo has gotten that much better in the offseason – that's going to do wonders for the Magic. It's going to do wonders for our depth. There is a road for the Magic to be a relative, relatively competitive next season and win something like 30 games, maybe yeah. 35 games, like best-case scenario, I think. And at that point, maybe they're in contention for the play-in tournament. I know there are teams in the Eastern Conference that got significantly better this year. Um, you know, like if LaMelo Ball doesn't miss a lot of time last year, Charlotte makes the playoffs. Like, yeah things like that teams are going to get better teams are getting healthy again you know them missing Gordon Hayward you know for stretches last season that was a big deal so I know it's far-fetched you know the magic possibly competing for the play-in but let's take a step back Luke like do you think there's a legitimate possibility that the magic are you know more competitive than especially we've talked about so far on this podcast yeah I mean I think that they there's there's a there's a utopian world where the magic are okay. far, <laughs> far better than far better is the operative word here. Far better utopian, than we've been talking utopian about. Sounds like a backhanded compliment. Well, it, it, it's a perfect world. And in this perfect world, the magic are <laughs> far better. Breaks the right way. Yes. I mean, this is a, a team that had, I mean, the worst injury luck in the league last year, I'd say. And, I'm hoping our luck just completely turns around, but, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I think that if the core 
stays healthy. I mean, you're you're a deep team. You're you're a deep team. Yes, there is no superstar, but you're you're a deep team. So if one guy goes out this year, I think we are better equipped to have someone be the next man up and not suffer, you know, at the hands of Chase and Randall at point guard. So I think that they're in a far better God help us <laughs> far better position this year. Uh, I would I would I, I mean just kind of looking at the standings and everything and I'm sure we'll have you know plenty of time this offseason to really get into it but I do think that there is a, a path where the magic uh, stay healthy uh, like they did a couple seasons ago when they made the playoffs for the first time um, in you know seven eight years I think that they're you know if you can stay perfectly healthy I think you can compete for that nine or ten spot yeah, that's what we're going to be um, hoping. And a lot of these things, like I said, are going to be contingent a- around how- what is Jonathan Oz- Isaac's offensive game. I almost said Jonathan Osborne because obviously that's what my is your name, offensive game, you know? What is my- <laughs> hey, in the NBA, I'm just jacking 30-footers and praying to God that one goes in. Um, no, Jonathan Isaac's offensive game, how Markel looks, you know, how Jalen sucks, which – by the way, I don't know if you guys have looked at rookie of the year odds. The last I looked, Jalen Suggs was plus eight hundred. So I think like a hundred fifty bucks wins you like twelve seventy five or something like that. So I went in on that with a couple of buddies, mm-hmm. like both you know, each threw in like fifty bucks a piece. Jalen Suggs at plus eight hundred. I really like those odds. I, Luke, do we want to have a little gambling sidebar here? What, yeah. Like, what do you think of his odds of winning rookie of the year in general? And then what do you think of like the plus eight hundred? I'll pull up Bovada and see what they are now. Yeah, yeah. Pull up pull up Bovada real quick and and see kind Don't of, gamble, kids. Don't don't gamble. Um but if you do, um we're gonna look at the uh odds here real quick. Yeah, I'm 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 actually just looking it up too right now. Um twenty twenty two NBA awards. Yep, rookie of the year. Okay. Suggs actually is plus six fifty now. He's ahead. He jumped see? Mobley. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I got in. I'm glad I got it's, in. Uh, it's Cade, Jalen, Green, then Jalen Suggs. Okay. Now Mobley's plus 800. Let me ask you this. Do you think that is more of a Vegas's reaction to Summer League, or do you think that so many people saw that plus 800 yeah. and enough I, money moved those odds? I think Vegas helped, and I yeah. think that, that enough people are jumping on board because of Vegas with those plus 800 odds Wait, and it's driving think, the number when we, when we say you can't say you can't just say vegas because when you usually talk about vegas you're talking about like odds makers are you talking about the summer league or are you talking about odds makers what do you mean do you so when you say vegas helped do you mean his summer league performance helped or his, do you think that no no no, no. <laughs> summer summer league in vegas helped. thank you that's yes. what i figured but People that are more astute are going to be like, "Hmm, what does he mean by that?" No, no, so, no, okay. no, no, nothing fishy. So you think um, it's more his performance than Vegas seeing everybody bet at eight hundred, and now they're lowering the odds. I mean, I, I think it all couples together. I think that his think so. his, his summer league, you know, drove a lot of people. I mean, people are all over, you know, future bets like this, awards and stuff like that, um, and always looking at it. I mean, there's a, a <laughs> Tima's on here. By the way, <laughs> plus plus, plus eight thousand plus eight thousand. Oh, uh, so you know we're if we're putting fifty on team, we're winning four K. Which 
by the way, doesn't seem like enough for me to even no, consider really putting not. that on there. No way. Like usually odds are pretty convincing. That's not worth it. Um, yeah. yeah. So Suggs is now is now plus six fifty. So you put fifty on him now, you get three twenty five in return. I mean, if you if you have really not. if you Still have the money, odds. ladies and gentlemen, you if can, you have the expendable income, if it is not going to you know ruin your finances. Yes. You know, put a dollar, two dollars. If you have an addictive personality, please stay away from gambling. It's true. It's true. If you know someone who is having <laughs> addictions to gambling, what is it? One eight hundred one eight hundred. What's the gambling uh I don't online? know. They say it on every I'm looking it up right now. On everything. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean that's interesting. Third best odds, which I mean I'm looking at this. If one. you're in Florida and you know someone that is struggling <laughs> with gambling addiction, it's eight 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 admit it. Mm. For the Florida Council, Florida Council on Compulsive Gambling, we're not even we're we're not even like obligated to say that, and we're still <laughs> telling you guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, be degenerates. Yeah. So just so be you responsible. guys, just so you guys know, before we wrap up here, Jonathan, um, I'll kind of give a list of of those rookie of the year in in order of their their best odds. Right. Uh, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, uh, Shane Goon is next. Uh, Book Knight, Mitchell Kuminga. Giddy, Franz Wagner is after Giddy. What what are what's Franz's odds like plus three thousand? Oh, I hit that on the you did right on the money. I'm he's not got, even looking at it. I, he's I got promise. better odds than Jalen Johnson. He's got better odds than Moses Moody. Moses Moody's just going to blend in in Golden State and do the right things. But yeah, uh, Corey Kispert, Chris Duarte. What are what are the odds on that top? Uh, Jalen and uh, and Cade. What are what are the odds at? Cade is plus two fifty. And really? uh, Jalen Green is plus three hundred. Plus three hundred. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think at that point, that. if you're betting on Cade in that in that regard, if you're betting on Cade, especially because it does seem like that's a really safe bet, uh, if yeah. you're betting Cade, you're essentially betting the fact that he's not going to get injured. Because it, I mean, it just feels like he's definitely got him and Jalen Green. Obviously, you know what though? If we start talking about situational, I like Jalen Green's odds better. Like, even if we're in a vacuum, well, Jalen Green's got of the, the fact, better, yeah. But he's he's going to be given the ball like from day right. one, where like Cade, like you know, they have Killian Hayes. Like Houston has Kevin Porter Jr., but they don't have as much invested right. into Kevin Porter Jr. As the Kevin Porter Jr. was in the Pistons G League do. last year, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's I'm not trying to take away from him as good of a player, but we're just right. talking about assets yep. that you gave up. I think well, they trade like a second round pick, yeah, for Kevin Porter Jr. The Pistons took Killian Hayes like I think seventh last year in the draft, first round. So I mean, but they also have him there. They have uh, they still have Jerrion Grant, who like when you're talking about Jerrion Grant and Christian Wood, like those are both really really good players. I don't know. If I'd be ready to say one is significantly better than the other, but like Jerry and Grant was super efficient last year offensively, and um, I don't know if he's going to be ready to totally give that mantle up to Cade. Cade also seems like the guy that is going to be more willing to be like a team first guy and just make the right plays. Where Jalen is very much, and I mean, you can just tell by his recent comments, he very much wants to prove that he's the best player in this draft, and he's just gonna be like, "All right, it's my night. I'm gonna go and get thirty or forty tonight." Yeah, I, I, I guarantee Jalen Green scores forty in a game this year. Yeah, I also there's people right now that are like, did he just say Jerry and Grant or Jeremy Grant? My friend Jonathan meant to say Jeremy Grant. I said Jerryan. Yes, you said Jerryan. Jerryan Grant, Orlando Magic legend. That's right. Here, here's a fun fact about Jerryan Grant. 
there is on um, Fanatics Authentic where you can buy like signed sports memorabilia. Mm-hmm. There's been a Jerrion Grant signed basketball on that site for like three years now for seventy dollars. Lower and the it's price, still guy. There. Lower the price, my boy. Seventy dollars. If you are a big Jerrion Grant fan, you can go and get that. My apologies to Jeremy website. Grant. Yes. My apologies to Jeremy Grant. Yeah, that's why I have Luke here to to catch my. Well, I just you know, know that there's people slips. listening, and they're just like, are like, you know, what the hell? What is Jerry he talking Grant about? Sucks. Right. No offense, either of the <laughs> the Grant brothers. Uh, I believe they both went to Dematha. Shout out to Victor Oladipo. Mm. Um, anyways, <laughs> I know they're from the DMV. I just put my whole foot in my mouth, so uh, we're going to take this as a cue to end this week's show. Hope that you guys enjoyed that. Again, be on the lookout for our Thursday show, Shoot the Shot. We'll talk more NBA stuff. Uh, But for Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to The Six Man Show. As always, we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.